Tipsy Bear Radio, the conversation on how we see it. Hope you're having a wonderful Saturday, or wherever you may be listening, whenever you may be listening. As always, you're here with Papa Bear and the beautiful, talented, ever-resourceful, voluptuous Danielle. Say hi, Danielle. Hey, Danielle. And uh, we have to put an asterisk on uh, yeah. on the podcast now for, for good reasons. So first thing I'll tell you, we're going to get into the inauguration uh, on this episode, and we're going to talk about what a great brand new day it is, and hopefully what we hope is coming, and just our observations of um, what happened. We're actually recording on Inauguration Wednesday. Um, we've got the TV running in the background, so you may hear us having to take a stop because we want to watch <laughs> a performance or an executive order get signed. Um, but the reason uh, for the asterisk is because due to just COVID, and if you listened last week, I had a big announcement about going back to New York and job opportunities and just people's schedules in general as life begins to change. Um, we as a group met and thought it was really important to continue to bring you weekly content and conversations. And we want to talk to you guys. We want you to talk to us. We want to be able to interview more people. Um, and so we thought it was best that no matter what, you will always hear two of our three lovely voices. Right, Danielle? Yeah. The conversation I'm having at you. Yeah. Oh, no, Biden's signing uh, executive orders. Oh, no. We it's have, too we early for a break. Should we? Let's take a break. Yeah, we'll be, we'll right, be right back. back. Yeah. All right, we are back after a very... <laughs> Just a quick break. Quick break. Quick break. Um, you know, that, that'll probably happen throughout the uh, the show today because we are trying to stay... You will have known all this stuff, but we want yeah. to comment it on it just because it can be hard to get together to record our opinions or the conversation, <laughs> how we see it. Um, but yeah, just to close up the thing I was talking about before we took a break is that George uh, and Roses will be joining us when possible, as will I, because now I'm going to New York for a little while and back and forth. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I will still be in Berlin and all that other stuff. Um, you know, there's just a time difference and life goes on. Exactly. Um, so before we get into the inauguration, let's get into the immediate news. Um, President, uh, President, oh, I feel so good to say that. So good, it? so good. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> President Biden has just signed uh, three executive orders. And the first one is something that um, he went, I think, as far as the Constitution allows him to go mm -hmm. because of how state powers and federal powers work in the yeah. United States government. For those of you that don't know, we do have a, a very large separation of power. I wouldn't say it an issue. It's both a tradition. It can be an issue. It's, you know. It is what it is, and it's how our country works. Yeah. And I think it it's favorable in some areas. You know, there's different speed limits in different states, and there's different, you know, laws for when you can buy this or do that. And yeah. for the most part, it's pretty congruous, I think. Um, some states have marijuana, others don't. Some yeah. are decriminalized, all this other stuff. Um, but on the, the topic of the, as far as he could go, uh, President Biden has now signed an executive order that as of right now, on all government property, federal government property, you have to maintain social distancing and wear a mask. Amazing. So incredible. There's not yeah. going to be any more Republican senators. Uh, and I'm not just coming after them. They're just the only ones that did it. Uh, Republican senators that you know can protest by not wearing a mask in Congress. Yep, exactly. Um, you just or representatives, not even just senators, yeah. any member yeah. of Congress, because um, it's federal property. You're just going to have to. Do the executive orders get signed in an order? 
of like importance or anything, or do they just he just? That's a good question. I have no idea. I'm just curious because obviously, like they're all important, but yeah, especially because he started with the mask one. That's very relevant yeah. for today. Yeah. I guess, Seriously. listen, if anybody out there knows if there's an order yeah. to executive orders, you can email us at tipsybearradio at gmail.com. I could also fact check it as well. Yeah, Danielle could fact <laughs> She could be a producer and fact check it. <laughs> you know, we're, you know, we're getting this done, yeah. aren't we? we Sip are. of my deal. Um, and then the second one, which I absolutely love, and um, the president had mentioned that there's going to be a press packet that goes out, so we don't know much about it, but... Um, the second executive order that happens immediately is support for underserved communities. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that has some idea of release of funds for um, lunch programs that are now suspended, mm-hmm. um, uh, housing crisis or development stuff, or yeah. just affordable housing yeah. acts and stuff like that. So we're not sure. We'll we'll know when all that comes out. And you know, we always try to keep the conversation on how we see it a little less political but this is a huge political day it's this worldwide is, too not even just for the u.s like this yeah is... and i mean I, i've never agreed with the idea of the u.s being the world police or like you know whenever they call the president the leader of the free world mm-hmm. like all that stuff but yeah. i think the last four years showed us just how impactful the u.s can be and yep. what we do and and i think it has to do a lot with like our lives like being expats and whatnot mm-hmm. we you know we're affected and afflicted by what goes on there, but we bring that to, you know, Berlin's my home. Yeah. You know, but I, the things going on in America are worrying. And I think, I'm not sure you have such as large of a Black Lives Matters movement if a cop kills a black guy in France. Probably um, not. Because I don't think it's as racially charged, you know? So, yeah. but then to see all those beautiful things happen here, uh, it was great. The third one, which we're very excited about. Very excited about. Um, as of today, we will be rejoining the Paris Climate Accord. Oh, thank God. For fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean, we got to get rid of big oil. We got to get rid of burning coal. Yeah. People should be driving electric cars or not driving. Yeah. You know, yeah. public transportation could probably use more funding. Yep. I know I'm kind of afraid moving back to New York because you remember the MTA. Yes. For those of you listening who don't know it's the It's never been good. Yeah, it's the Metropolitan Transit Authority. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, the trains are rough. Uh, they're never on time. They're hardly running half the time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, as a New Yorker, it's not something you, you know, complain about, you joke about. But Yeah. It's the charm of the city. Yeah, it does have some right? charm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it also keeps cabbies employed after midnight. Because yeah. remember you would leave a bar in New York? Yeah. And you wouldn't dare try to get on the train. No. You're just no. like, oh, God, God, no. It's going to be three hours. I don't do that here. Yeah. <laughs> and I live like five minutes away from the bar. <laughs> you know what, though? If it's late enough, I won't do it. Yeah. You know what I'll do just to like feel good about myself? You do love a walk, though. Yeah. I love a walk. Yeah. I love a walk. Maybe that's why I love Uncle Joe as president. Oh, his little trot today. He's <laughs> like Danielle and I were watching the the parade, like where they quote unquote parade. Yeah, quote unquote parade, where they traditionally like the motorcade will stop. The president gets out due to safety concerns. They weren't sure he was going to do it this year, but normally uh, after the inauguration of the U.S. president, he'll get out and he kind of does the little final walk to wave to everybody. Yeah. Goes into yeah. the actually normally gets back into the limousine mm-hmm. and then that drives up to the white But he house. walked all the way he up the this time, yeah. But as he was doing, he was taking these little like, you know, it's like your dad rounding the bases. Yeah. You know? So like, true. This little like old man yeah. power walk trot over yeah. the side yeah. to like fist bump a black reporter. Yeah. I think he fist bumped the... Um, the mayor of D.C. The uh, mayor of D.C. And yeah. I can't remember. I feel terrible. I can't remember her name. But she's a, another black female. Yep. 
Um, and it was just so cute. And then he's like, and you just see that Danielle and I were laughing because you can see the Secret Service guys being like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because he was just like darting around, like yeah. out of nowhere. Sleepy oh, well, Joe well, no more. I know, right? And then we were joking about him and his family getting into the White House. Oh, yeah. So cute. He had, he's a really sweet little family. It was nice to see them all there. They were all holding hands or locked arms. And there's so many of them. Yeah. I actually had to Google that because I didn't even realize. I didn't even. Because I think you only hear about. Unfortunately, the son of his that passed away. Yeah, you hear a lot about Bo. And, like, I didn't even know that he had lost a child as, as an infant. Mm-hmm. Died in the car accident from his first wife. Yeah, him and his, his wife and the child were in the car yeah, accident. Yeah. And then he married uh, Dr. Jill. I don't remember her main name, but now Dr. Yeah. And they only Will. had one kid together. Yeah. I realize that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's, like, this whole plethora of grandkids behind them. And yeah. they're all just so amazing. Very smartly dressed little wasps. I'm joking with Danielle, though. He's probably going to walk in tonight and everyone's in their pajamas. And he's like, I got a good idea. Slumber party. Who wants ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> it is a little dad trot. Yeah. yeah. But you know it's going to be, like, butter pecan. Like yeah. It's going to be, like, course. old man ice yeah. cream. Who wants a Warthers? Yeah, Neapolitan. And only, oh like, the God, vanilla Neapolitan. in the middle is gone. Yeah. For our listeners who don't know, Neapolitan ice cream is... Three different kinds of ice cream. It's strawberry, yeah. vanilla, and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. But they're like set up as these like, th- it's not mixing together. They're three layers and it's oh, like. Oh yeah, it's not marbled or swirled. No. It's just in a row. Yeah. It's and like it's, a sandwich turned side. Yeah, exactly. And it was like the, one of the most popular things when we were growing up as kids in the States. Like yeah. we, that was like the fancy thing you got if you went to like the chain restaurants yeah. and you got your like Neapolitan ice cream afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, definitely <laughs> think, Joe's era. I think I think it was my grandfather's way of keeping all the grandkids happy. The Neapolitan like ice cream. For oh yeah, for... strawberry was always left whenever always I had. Left. I fucking hate that ice cream. And it was like the worst artificial strawberry flavor. Yeah. It was like yeah. red twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the kind that burns the back of your throat. Yeah, like I don't understand anybody who would like that. No, no. We digress. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> So I've got to say, so there's a couple of topics I want to get in on the inauguration. Um, The first one will probably be like a very respectful thing. I thought it was great that Vice President, uh, former Vice President Mike Pence uh, went. I think that has to happen. Trump, of course, tail between his legs, ran away, all that other stuff. Um, But we were also talking that Pence probably doesn't want to, if he hadn't gone it would have not looked great for him and his participation in the party as well. Yeah, I think his political career is over if he doesn't yeah, go. Yeah, I think that's yeah. something that he's like, well, I don't want this to come out on a debate stage in yeah. four years. Because the Republican Party is really going to start distancing themselves properly from Trump. And if Pence was smart, then he wouldn't have... I mean, smart in the sense that... I mean, I wish that he would go away forever, but like smart in the sense with yeah. the party, yeah. Yeah, hopefully Trump goes away forever. To jail. Yeah, yeah. He didn't pardon himself. No. That was, that was probably some of the best news... Not, I mean, outside of the uh, the inauguration itself, but like, because there was that fear that when he left, he was going to pardon himself, his family, Giuliani, and he didn't pardon any of them. Did he pardon, do you know if he pardoned Joe Exotic? No, but Joe Exotic, I heard about this, Joe Exotic had a limo waiting for him at the prison because he assumed he was going to get... No, Lil Wayne got, um, which I don't even understand, I think he must be a Trump supporter then. But he got he got um, pardoned, and then another rapper that I'd never heard of got pardoned. Steve Bannon got pardoned. Jesus. Well, yeah, yeah. So it was all the crooks get pardoned. But that's the guy who was going to clean up the swamp. So I get it. I, yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, something I feel like artistically um, uh, a bit I don't know closed off. I'm like Adam, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I 
I don't read a lot of poetry, so I don't follow a lot. Yeah. But this Amanda Gorman, who mm-hmm. I had no idea who it was, and then instantly went into a Wikipedia hole. Was she like 22 or something? Harvard, really, 22, yeah. 23, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that don't know, we say this a lot, but we just want to make sure you're included in the conversation. There's almost always some sort of poet and or reverend or both um, at the inauguration. This year yeah. there was an opening prayer, there was a closing prayer, and then there was also the poet youth laureate mm-hmm. um, named Amanda Gorman and her address was so um, it, it gave me such memories of like a Maya Angelou like the way she spoke and her verbiage and yep. her um, metaphors I mean it was really really great stuff yeah. so if uh, you are a poetry fan or you just didn't get a chance to see the inauguration I would definitely uh, YouTube or um you know, just Google. You can find it. I mean, I just did a quick search, and you can find it pretty much everywhere on Google. But the the name of the work is "The Hill We Climb." The Hill We Climb. Yeah, it was beautiful, and I'm yeah. I'm I'm assuming the rest of her work is absolutely just absolutely yeah wonderful. Sure, I've, I ha- I don't know her person. I'm not personally, but I don't know her work. But yeah. I definitely want to check it out after this. So. Yeah, um, and then let's move on to the gayest thing ever. <laughs> Lady Gaga. That gold dove, is that what we're going to talk about? Yeah. Oh, man. So her rendition of the national anthem, yeah. which uh, is, uh, it was good. It was really good. And I love it because the national anthem, like I have German friends, I have Irish friends, yeah. I have Canadian, I have friends from all over the world and they're all like, oh, the national anthem. It is beautiful. Like, do you think our national anthem was beautiful or have you just heard it sung by so many like celebrities and pop stars. Well, yeah, it wasn't good when Roseanne sang it. No, it wasn't good when Roseanne <laughs> sang it. But like, I feel like ever since that iconic Whitney Houston version. Yeah. At the, was it the Olympics? I think so. I think it was the Olympics yeah. when they were in Los Angeles, right? Yep. 92. Um, so a lot of people love it. So, uh, you know, when you go to do that and it's not just like a basketball game in mm-hmm. like Topeka, Kansas. It's yeah. like... The inauguration of Joe Biden yeah. and the savior of the U.S. Yeah. right now. It's a pretty uh, dramatic song. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then she decided to wear like a a gigantic rose-colored... Brooch? Uh, no, no, no. The, that huge dress. Oh, yes. Yeah, where, yeah. It was like a southern bell yeah. on the bottom. And then she what was the like... meme that you read? Said What did it say when you're... I forgot. Something like when you're going to the inauguration, but then you have oh, no, your quinceanera or something afterwards. What was yeah, it? it was like the one meme. There's a lot of great memes going around, I'm sure. So By fast. the time you're all listening to this, you'll, yeah. you'll see. I mean, I'm amazed at technology. Like, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Somebody thinks of something funny, white line, funny yeah. quote, yeah. 15,000 likes, shared a million times. Yep. Um, it said, uh, the first was Lady Gaga entering her quinceanera, and it had like a mariachi band playing so behind funny. it. So funny. And then the other one was, when you have an inauguration at 12, and the hunger games at 12. <laughs> oh, right. That's what it was. Which was in reference, she was wearing this like, <laughs> it did look like a mockingjay. Yeah. It was just like, it had to weigh two pounds. Oh, I'm sure. Which yeah. is a very heavy brooch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it looked like the mockingjay, and her hair was done up. Yeah. And instantly the gays were like, this is all I can see. Yeah. And there was another one of Pete Buttigieg, the gay presidential yeah. candidate, was in the back going, "Yas Queen." Did he actually say that? No, did I? How did? Oh, no. it was like. Could you imagine Pete Buttigieg saying "Yes, Queen"? <laughs> I feel like he must say that in his private life. There's got to be something. He looks like he's still upset for being out of the closet. Like he's angry about he's it. He's like, I just didn't want to be doing this. He's like, I'm gay and I got married, but I just, uh, you know, if I could change it, I would. Yeah, he's yeah. one of those gays. Yeah, absolutely. Like. What major gay politician gets uh, nominated to be uh, Secretary of the Department of Transportation? Yeah, right? Like, 
is the joke like he's going to do all the gay floats or is it just the, the, like <laughs> Pete's not really that gay? <laughs> he's like, all right, so we're going down Pennsylvania Avenue and we're going to go in Roy G. Biv order. Yeah, what, what a job. <laughs> and D.C.'s got great transportation. So. Yeah, it does. But I mean, he's going to handle national transportation. For the president that was known as uh, Amtrak Joe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Howard Probe. Yeah, how probe. Well, I mean, he was going to have a secretary of transportation anyway, so don't know what's appropriate about it. <laughs> we digress. Yeah. Um, and then J-Lo. Mm-hmm. We have J-Lo came. They were a little uh, Spanish at the end. She did. She was there with A-Rod. Yeah. For uh, Alex Rodriguez, for those who are not Yankee or baseball fans. Yeah. Um, he was big in the steroid controversy, but she showed up. She did um, This Land is My Land, and then she finished in like this little... Um, J-Lo medley? Yeah, yeah, well, not a J-Lo medley. She, like, screamed something in Spanish, and my Spanish isn't good enough to understand what she screamed other than for liberty and for all. Yeah. But I couldn't remember. The beginning was like that. Because you know, like, there's... Coming from the States, you have, like, Mexican-speaking Spanish, you have Dominican Republic-speaking Spanish, Mm -hmm. you have Central American... And she speaks Puerto Rican Spanish, which it's got anybody who's thing. not a Spanish speaker, it's like super fast. Really, really fast, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. machine gun Spanish. Yeah. Um, so I didn't catch what she saw. And then she sang Let's Get Loud, but just Let's Get Loud. Okay, yeah. And then into like uh, the last course of America the Beautiful, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, J-Lo. it was wonderful. And then um, the last... Um, big celeb they had was Garth Brooks who sang Amazing Grace but it was weird because it sounded like old I don't have a voice Garth Brooks it wasn't because he's probably very old (laughs) I mean I mean he's not young also if you think about it that man's probably not in the practice of singing that often anymore when was the last time anybody heard anything about Garth Brooks Never. I mean, he's probably just sitting at home singing, oh, happy day, counting his money. Like, that is definitely, like, a Joe Biden pick. Like, I think they were probably like, you know what, Joe? You get one free one. You get to pick one free one. The rest of us are going to hire the right musicians, the relevant. all the way back to 2000. And he was like, oh, you know what? Garth Brooks. That's the one. Probably because he was listening to it in The Beast, the the presidential limo (laughs) on the way there. (laughs) I don't even know any Garth Brooks songs. I'm, like, nodding my head. And if I didn't know one, nope. He's been listening, like, we shall be free. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's right. He should, Garth Brooks should have sang, we shall be free. Why didn't he? I don't know. With all the black tension that's going on in the world. And it was really weird because. Maybe somebody's supposed to sing it at the uh, the concert later. Well, I don't know. All I know is that there's a clip going around from the night before the inauguration. And it's. Uh, Vice President Harris. Oh, he's and... saying we shall be free at Barack's inauguration. Oh. So yeah. they probably were like, we gotta pick it up. Also, why was Garth Brooks at that inauguration too? <laughs> they both fucking love him. Yeah. I love Garth Brooks. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. You can't find him on anything that Amazon Music because the contracts he signed, but he's great. I lived by that double wide album. That double wide album was the shit. The Garth Brooks one? Yeah, it was like his greatest hits. Oh, my dad loved that one. Yeah, yeah. You could just leave it on. Yeah, it's true. Are they not singing yet? Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. There's nothing. Is it super late or something? No. It's 5.30. 5.40. In the States it is. It says it was supposed to start at 3.15. Yeah. Well, you know, off of the Pete Buttigieg being the transportation director, another gay, um, well, two gay appointees that I'm really excited about. There's the Deputy Secretary of Science or something. Mm -hmm. That's the new president's... Oh, the first trans... Yeah, Yeah, the first trans person ever uh, nominated to high office. Um, and I love it because the president gets to um, uh, 
suggest that there be a new cabinet position. And if I know my American politics well enough, I think then the Senate rules on that. Mm-hmm. And I think basically what it is, I think the president gets to either put it up in the Senate rules on that or the president says, I am going to create this. And that's his power or their, hopefully there's a she someday, their power alone. And then the Senate votes like they do on any other secretary, mm-hmm. you know, the appointment. Got it. Um, so President Biden's first thing was to do this um, Department of Science and analytics and stuff like that. It's amazing. Which is great. I mean, it's somebody that can help the EPA, because that's science. Somebody that can help human and health services, because that's science. And then you've got a whole now climate change sort of thing. And um, I think for so long it's been so ignored in human and health services, the LGBTQIA communities, and just Mm -hmm. between homeless youth and how impactful religion is in our country and how damaging it can be just for your sexual orientation. Yeah. Yeah. No decision over. Yeah. So I'm really happy with that choice. Yeah, but um, on that, uh, Kamala Harris's uh, chief of staff is the first ever um, lesbian black woman. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, that's right. I had, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know what her name is? Should I, should I look this you up? You know, look it up. Why don't you fact check it? Because we knew nothing about her. I had to actually figure it out. But her and her partner were there with... Um... Oh. <laughs> All right, you keep talking. Cool. You normally never have to tell me that. That's <laughs> true. No, but um, all in all, it was just like, it was a really good day. And I was actually kind of, I don't know if I was afraid or whatever. I think I was both worried about the insurrectionists or, you know, really far right people, which normally isn't a normal fear of mine. I'm pretty rational. And yeah. I'm like, listen, the government's got out of control. We've got all the National Guard yeah. there. But, you know, we never thought they would storm the Capitol. Yeah, I was going to say, but things have obviously changed. Yeah. And then also, I, you know, I'm a super political person, but I don't like to be too political on this show because it's a Saturday afternoon and you <laughs> should be laughing. Easy breezy. Um, but this is a huge day. It's a huge, huge day. Um, I think we're going to take a break right now and then we'll uh, get into our descriptions about um, who's going to be performing tonight at the inaugural. Yeah. All right, we'll be back cool. in a bit. <laughs> Welcome back to Tipsy Bear Radio, the conversation, how we see it. I'm Papa Bear, sitting here with the lovely Danielle. Say hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Um, for those of you listening, you know you where you can find us, but please tell your friends. We can be found on iTunes. Leave us a review, questions, comments. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor, pretty much anywhere Google. you find your podcast. Google, you can find us. And don't forget, if you want to go directly to the top to our producer with any questions, comments, concerns, maybe you want to be on the show, um, you can email tipsybearradio at gmail.com. And our Instagram is tipsybearradio. Yep, that's it. Super easy. Yeah. Uh, You are here on our podcast reviewing Inauguration Saturday. We are sans the lovely George and Roses um, because they are rehearsing for one of their soon-to-come Twitch TV shows. Yep. So please uh, don't forget to look up Tipsy Bear TV on Twitch. It's a good time. They do Afternoon Delight every Friday mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Yep. Um, and it's a really great time, but I wish George was here because it's just such a big day. Um, not just a person of color, um, but a female yeah. vice president. Mm-hmm. It's It's... I, I mean, I just keep saying I wish I had more colorful words, but it's about damn time. Like that's Yeah, I, I think it's also like, it's a bit surreal still. Like, I don't, it doesn't feel like it's fully sunk in. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, as a female, like, the, the level of importance is, like, huge. Yeah. But it's interesting because, unfortunately, especially with what happened at the Capitol just recently, I think it overshadows a lot of the, like, really amazing things because there's, like, 
Yeah. You know, it's not like we don't, it's not, we don't have the right, it's not the right time, unfortunately, for us to like properly celebrate it. Like, yeah. The American public are very happy. Everyone's happy, but it's like you know, it's. But it's just such a huge win, I think, for women everywhere. In every industry, for everything. Because although I do hate that, you know, it's the leader of the free world bullshit. Um, even if you take that out of it, it's a really, really important uh, political position in an important government in an important country. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody matters, but there's a lot of weight thrown around by the U.S. Yeah. And now. You know, so many people look to the U.S. from third world countries or even first world countries that aren't doing so well. And it's, I know it's kind of outdated to even use the first and third world country thing anymore. But um, there are people that are a far cry from indoor plumbing mm-hmm. that exists in the world. But it's true. in some cafe they can see on a TV, they will be showing yep. news about this. Yeah, you exactly. know, And I think it's just so inspiring to for equality and, you know, a woman can be anything. As, I agree. As women have always known. <laughs> yeah. But, but now we are showing that. And I, I yeah. think it's a great example. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, for her uh, inaugurational party tonight with the president, mm-hmm. uh, she got a total, you know, white dad playlist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God, yeah. I feel like she wasn't actually consulted about what she would want to hear at her Celebrating America. Yeah. I mean, she did marry, like, your average Joe White dude. He does maybe look like... she loves that stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's her jam. Yeah, it's, like, it's true. Tom Hanks is going to be hosting. Yeah. Like, I can't think of anything more dad no. than, like, the guy from Big. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the everyman as yeah. well. I mean, listen, I love that he went, you know, he's very versatile in all of his roles, but yeah. he's Tom Hanks. He's, yeah. like, the nicest guy in Hollywood. Yeah. There's that bullshit scandal about him. When he got his Greek citizenship. And oh, right. Going there because they don't beat a pedophile? Well, pedophilia is protected as an illness there. It's under the Disabilities okay. Act. Okay. Um, but that's, it was, you can look anywhere online and yeah. it's been shot down a million <laughs> times. That's not, just seems literally impossible. He probably just got it so he could stay there for six months or more. Yeah. Which you have to do if you're not a citizen anywhere in the EU. Because yeah. he didn't want to be in the U.S. during COVID when nobody was handling anything. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? I can't fault him. If you have the money to go hide on a Greek island... Go hide on a Greek Yeah, family. exactly. It's absolutely. And if he went through the correct, you know, uh, channels to get his citizenship, then more power to him. Yeah. I wish yeah. I could. Yeah. I can't. Unfortunately, no, we're just Americans. And just to bring it down a bit from total dad music, John Bon Jovi is one of the headliners. That's still, yeah, I mean, like, also he looks like an old dad now. Yeah, he looks like Jane Lynch. Yeah, that's right. You mentioned that. <laughs> I can't look at that fucking CNN pop up anymore and see that face and not think of Jane Lynch now. You're like, wasn't she in Glee? <laughs> You're like, why is she performing? <laughs> oh no, he did Living on a Prayer. Do you think he'll sing Living on a Prayer tonight? I no, because I think. Well, I mean, what I saw was that he was going to sing Here Comes the Sun, a Beatles song. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, in his Bon Jovi. Like, like I feel, I have a sun. feeling that most of the stuff is that they're going to be singing is all like. Maybe not even their works, like from the artists themselves. Like it might just be a lot of like, you know. It's just going to be from like Q104. Inspiration. Like Rock yeah. FM. <laughs> so like I'd be surprised if Living on a Prayer was. I'm sure Germany has. I don't even have to explain it to our German listeners yeah. or Australian listeners. Like everyone knows there's a radio station back home. If you're a child of the 70s, 80s, probably even 90s. Yeah. Like your parents had this station on in the car. Always. Easy listening. And I feel like if we go through the lineup... That's who would come up on this easy listening. Probably, thing. yeah. Like Bon Jovi. After Bon Jovi, we've got Katy Perry. She's probably not going to sing Firework. I, who knows? I'm trying to think of like all the American. I mean, that would be an obvious choice, though, songs. wouldn't it? Yeah, I, that would be the obvious choice. Whoever listening to this is like, it was, it was Firework. They're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, it was Firework. You asshole. <laughs> Don't even talk um, about it. The Foo Fighters. You and I thought it was going to be There Goes My Hero. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what else would it be though? 
I have no idea. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not really well adept at their catalog as well, so like yeah. I don't really know if they have any. Oh, and just for the gays in the world, the cast of Rent is going to sing. Well, no. No, they sorry. just said Stars of Broadway. Broadway Stars. Yeah. 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 They're going to sing Seasons of Love. Yeah. Um, I was joking with Danielle that I thought it would have been better to do like a montage of Donald Trump leaving the White House and do <laughs> Waving Through a Window by Donald Trump. I love it. Waving Through the Window. Would have been better. <laughs> so true. Uh, Demi Lovato yep. for all the young Democrats. Well, she was, <laughs> remember she performed that song at the Grammys or American Music Awards or whatever? And no. She, it was like before the election because she, she's a very huge critic of Trump as a lot, but she's more. Get in line. Yeah, but she's quite more vocal than a lot of other performers are. Uh-huh. And she had like this um, green screen in the back. She was playing a piano by herself and it was just flashing the words vote. But like the song is a critic, a criticism of Trump. So it's, yeah, I mean, it, she, she makes sense to have been yeah. chosen, I suppose. But that makes sense. I, to be honest with you, I'm such a, I don't know if I'm, I don't want to call myself a bad gay, maybe just an old gay. I'm sure I have heard her songs. I'm sure I could sing along to her songs. Yeah. I couldn't name a single Demi Lovato. No, I, it's like the Selena Gomez and like all that Doesn't kind of like. all those Disney people just kind of mush together? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so it's yeah. not just And me. you've definitely heard many of her songs at Tipsy Bear. Oh, I've probably been drunk like singing yeah. along with yeah. them. Like, well, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if that would go that far. What, drunk or singing along? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody might have popped their microphone might on have, that Yeah, one. whoops. <laughs> um, no, uh, seeing, I don't, I don't feel like these songs need to sing along to, yeah. but maybe, yeah. And then what I call, um, uh, white approachable black music, John Legend. Yeah, <laughs> we love. Listen, I love John Legend. I love John Legend music. I He's love, very centrist as a musician. I love most people of color, especially when they're artists. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that even bumps it up more. There's something about like a black male voice and, yep. you know, stuff like that. But his music is very like. Anyone's mom can listen. Easy listening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like white people would be like, he's black? It's it's true. I love it when you're listening to a song and somebody always says, I didn't didn't know that. Yeah. Like it's a white guy or a black dude. Like, like, as as if you would have that information. You don't see color, but you can hear it, huh? (laughs) (laughs) But they always say black, like, oh, he's black. (laughs) Yeah, they whisper tone it. I had no idea he was black. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we've got um, Bruce Springsteen, the boss, the son dad of New Jersey. Music, yeah, I mean he's great. But Total dad music yeah. stuff. I play. I mean, yeah. I'm looking forward to see what Bruce plays. Yeah, we were thinking Born in the USA, right? Yeah, I but mean, I mean, like, how on the nose is everything going to be? I feel like it's going to be incredibly on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's going to stray from do you being think, exactly what we think it's going to. Do you think be. they're going to do more than one song? It sounds like these people are, I think what they're doing, and I, of course, like, we're going to sound like idiots because people listening to this and already know, but, like, I'm assuming that they're in different locations. Yeah. So they're probably just panning to one camera that's live, one song pans to another guy, one song. I mean, how long can this fucking thing be? I don't know. I mean, the gala goes for, like, three hours. I'm but this a, isn't... I'm hearing a slow hiss in my headphones. I'm really hoping it doesn't fuck up this it's, material. It's the computer. Oh, that's okay. Good. Yeah, Fine. let me... So after... Um, after Bruce, we get Timberlake with some Anto someone. Aunt Clemens. Aunt, I have no idea who that is. Florida State Line, right? Mm, mm-hmm. Some is a very popular Florida country Georgia band. Florida Georgia Line, I think. Florida Georgia Line. Okay, Florida State Line. Well, I mean, that, that's what they're referring to. Yeah, so I did read that they are singing one of their own songs. So the two of them made this song that they sang off at the Georgia runoff. Oh, okay. Like Rally. Oh, well, that's a good thing. Yeah, so yeah. they wrote this song for... 
no, this guy is not from that band. They wrote the song for the Georgia runoff. No, no, the guy, the guy performing with with Justin Timberlake is not a country singer. That's the guy who's singing with Tim McGraw. Oh, that's Tyler Hubbard. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Clemens is a, like a rapper. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like he's worked with. Well, like, Timberlake's known for that. Yeah, so this that yeah, so they're singing a song Once called again, "Better completely Days." Completely approachable music for the entirety of the U.S. Yeah, he looks like a really nice guy. He's unifying through music. He's already getting to work. Yep. Already getting to work. It's true. Then you have Tim McGraw and Tyler Hubbard for every state that went red. <laughs> exactly. I don't think Fox will be picking up that coverage. Nope. Um, and Lin Manuel Miranda. Love him. And then I'm assuming they're going to close it with Seasons of Love. That's kind of like a closing song. You, you either, think? You open or you close, It doesn't feel right? that relevant anymore. I mean, the song itself is relevant, but like, do you think Why do you think they're going to get them all together for like, heal the world, <laughs> make it a I don't know. I just think that, I've that heard the Seasons of heal. Love has been beaten to death. Yeah. So it's like, it's, I mean, it's a powerful song and I guarantee I'll probably get a little bit misty-eyed, but like. Oh, so will I. I'll be crying into my Jimmy I just soda. can't imagine them closing with it, but. We'll find out. You it's, already know. It's not really a high note to close on. No, it's not. And you not. guys do already know. Hopefully, hopefully. I, I feel like the performance of Broadway performance gets tossed in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Like it's like, it's not a throwaway, but it's not like the star of the show. Like Lin-Manuel Miranda will read uh, a work from somebody. And then he'll probably introduce them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, it'll be third. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. maybe Demi Lovato goes first. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. We don't know where he will fit into this, but... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? He's going to be there, too. <laughs> Why? The hook shot from the Lakers? <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotter? Yeah. <laughs> like, random black basketball yeah, and then player. Kareem... I mean, holds a bunch of records, but yeah. what is he doing? I'm assuming they have these celebrities on to introduce the music, maybe, or the performers. I don't know. But it's like they said Carrie Washington was going to be on there, which... Leads me to an incredibly important point is that Tony Goldwyn was also <laughs> featured today. Oh my God, I was just about to get to that. I love you for doing the segue for me. Okay, so Danielle and I are watching the inauguration today and they're talking about this parade across America and obviously they're just doing this because it's a pandemic Yeah. and I, we have no idea. We didn't attempt it because they showed like they showed like the first minute and a half on CNN and then they just cut yeah, back. I'm like, never mind. I think even CNN was like, you know what, we can do better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it started with Jon Stewart, mm -hmm. who I love. I love Jon Stewart. I love yeah. him for when he was So it started with Tony Goldwyn and then Tony Goldwyn threw it to Jon Stewart, I think. No, they oh. cut Tony Goldwyn out, oh, remember? Right. <laughs> we were dying laughing. Fucking Tony Goldwyn. And we even took bets on what Tony Goldwyn was going to say and yeah, we, we were, were correct. I mean, and for those of you at home who don't know who Tony Goldwyn is, like, it's okay, it's not a big deal, you're not missing much, but he is an actor. <laughs> <laughs> he played the bad guy in Ghost. And he's also on the show Scandal, which neither Adam nor myself have watched, but he plays the president. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's your little introduction. Well, and Danielle and I were taking bets on, what if he's just like, you know, I played a president on TV. He fucking said it's it. It's the first fucking thing he yeah. said. First thing. It just also, I don't understand the connection to, like, what is weird actor to have yeah. beyond that at all? Why not ask Martin Sheen to do it? Yeah, but the funny thing is, is that we were watching all this coverage before this happens, and we're watching CNN, and fucking Tony Goldwyn's face just keeps popping up in the corner, and they're like, <laughs> don't forget, Tony Goldwyn's going to be here today, and like, yeah, they were really pushing Tony yeah. Goldwyn. Yeah. Um, and then, but before Tony Goldwyn, they had John Stewart, and John Stewart was talking about, oh, these are, you know, uncharted times and blah blah blah. blah. And then the first person he brings on is the 
pop and lock TikTok doc. Yeah. I, did I? I'm not even sure if I got that right. I think it's uh, yeah. Or yeah. the dancing doc. Whatever. Of TikTok, yeah, yeah. TikTok something. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it was. It was the most. We awkward. are so old. <laughs> it was the mo- we are old. Like yeah. I feel like you age and you're just like this shit don't matter. I don't have time for that. Yeah. I know. I'm busy laying on the I'm couch. Sure, I'm sure there's a millennial nothing. thinking to themselves. Why about you? Have Facebook. Yeah, we do. I know. I get told that I have Facebook yeah. all the time. And I'm like, no, and no TikTok, no Twitter, just a fucking Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, leave me in my fake news I probably alone. still have my Friendster account somewhere. <laughs> I, I logged into my MySpace like it, that, six months ago. Oh, really? It's still there. Wow. As I left it. It's wow. crazy. I guess a lot of artists use it for like inter-artistical. Like music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, like guitar players and drummers, oh, I okay. guess. I've been, so I've been told. Oh, interesting. Um, but it's also not by a younger generation. I've been told that by like my 50-year-old friends who still have it. <laughs> my God, we're old. So uh, John Stewart does this incredibly awkward thing and then introduces Tony Goldwyn. Tony Goldwyn, is, it's even weirder, and then CNN just cuts away from him. So. Yeah, they're like, never mind. Let's yeah. go back to watching the motorcade. Yeah. Um, I think the last thing of interest that I want to touch on for the, for the inauguration before we get into the artists and our critique of them, because mm-hmm. we'll watch that and get back to you guys. Exactly. Um, so every outgoing U.S. president and vice president leave a letter for their incoming. Mm-hmm. I don't know for what reason, but both of them have stated uh, Biden most recently, President Biden most recently, that Trump's letter was both generous and private. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, until he speaks with um, former President Trump, he won't be able to um, uh, disclose what was in the letter. Yeah. I, for some reason, I don't think Trump will allow the disclosure for some reason. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, I mean... But what does generous mean? Like, I think generous is the most generous adjective he could give him, probably. to be honest. Oh, yeah. I was like, did he leave a 50 in the desk? <laughs> no, I mean, like, generous meaning that he probably, in my opinion, at least left a letter. Whether it just said... Yeah. You know, congratulations yep. or whatever. Best of luck. See you on the flip side. Yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> considering... I mean, there's generous is not a good word to apply to Trump at all, but like considering everything, I mean, that's the least he could do, and he did that. So, yeah. oh, good on him. I mean, was Biden going to say it was a very beautiful letter? Yeah. No. But I mean, it's just weird because every other president has shown their letter, you know, and like Trump himself even like showed every guest in the White House the letter that Obama left him. Like he was yeah. very yeah. proud of it. Yeah. But that's very him to have like. He's showy. Well, he's like pride about like acclimates, which he yeah. doesn't have any. You yeah, know? exactly. So, I mean, that might actually be his most treasured possession is yeah. that he has a letter directly written to him by a U.S. president. I don't think I ever read that letter, but I would assume that Obama is like incredibly kind. Yeah, he and probably like... just said, you know, it's a really hard job. Keep your head about you. Uh, surround yourself in good people. Yeah. It's out there. It's a public letter. I just read the one that I just saw on Instagram, the one that Bush left for Clinton when he came in office, and it was a really lovely letter. Yeah. Which again is another example of reaching across party lines and being like yeah, peaceful transfer. Of you know, power, you know, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah, because he because it's how I was... wish I was with all of my exes. <laughs> <laughs> Not much of a peaceful transfer. No, keys no. are on the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of screaming, yelling, and never speaking. Yeah, again. there's not really easy transfer yeah. of power. Is there, I actually, no. Trump is going to be to the U.S. like my exes are to me. Yeah, like, hopefully, just gone, living their life, and don't speak to me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Not for a lack of trying. Like, I'll be like the U.S., like reaching out with the press and yep. friends. Yep. And getting nothing back. Just nothing. being told to be left alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on that we note, digress. <laughs> yeah, on that note, I'm going to make myself another cocktail. All right. Looks like CNN's got some new news coming up. And uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Okay. 
Welcome back to Tipsy Bear Radio, the conversation on how we see it. I am your trusty producer, Danielle. Say hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. <laughs> and I am here with the uh, lovely, illustrious, gorgeous, worldly. <laughs> what's your name? I didn't expect that many. I didn't expect that many acclimates. I, I jumped. I yeah. trampled over your line. He was assuming I wasn't going to say anything nice about him. <laughs> I'm a papa bear. Yep. All we right. are missing our Georgian roses today. We are. Um, because George is uh, off putting together more amazing content to stream on the Tipsy Bear Twitch channel soon. Yeah. Um, but he's very missed. Very missed. Yeah. Very missed. But you know what? You can't deny art. Sometimes it takes up different yeah. places. I mean, we're going to have to get used to doing this whole yeah. thing with me. Going I'll be your only constant going forward, <laughs> listeners. But you know what? I think they like that. I think yeah. they like that. It's good for them. Yeah. Um, the only thing constant is change, right? Yeah. No, because it's funny because I'll have... To, I'll have to be going to New York, as I said on the last episode, because we're expanding Tipsy Bear and the idea of open love and safe spaces. And yeah. The cup runneth over, so we open a new place. Yeah. Um, and uh, it kind of brings me... I was thinking, when will this new place open? Do you guys have any idea we're when? We're going to try for March 1st. Oh, so it's, it's moving along. Yeah, because well, um, New York still um, allows outdoor dining. Yeah. And it closes at 10, which okay. I... It's weird to me that Germany doesn't allow that. Like, New York did this really great thing of, like putting these kind of like shanties almost these wood sheds that are mm -hmm. open on one side on the outside and then heaters on the inside because it gets just as cold and rainy as berlin yeah um did the restaurants have to like build all these themselves if they mm -hmm, wanted to open mm -hmm. okay. it was free as far as my understanding is it was it was fee free but you did have to apply with the city the city had to come out kind of measure make sure where bus stops are okay. how many lanes of traffic like there's yeah. some places that weren't able to do it because the sidewalk was like too narrow or something or? i have no idea i don't know what the the regulations are most of them can though like there's some down on mcdougall if you don't know new york city really well mcdougall's a very small slender street yeah on uh in greenwich village right before you get to soho which is the south of houston district and they're like half on the sidewalk, half in the street, mm -hmm. and then they got rid of some of the parking. But then, like Cafeteria, which is this famous twenty-four hour restaurant on Seventh Avenue, yep, they have. I think they might have more seating than they had inside. I can't believe Cafeteria is still open because they went the entire Seventh Avenue side, and then they went the entire Seventeenth Street. I think is their cross. Oh wow! So they've got that whole thing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I uh, I digress. <laughs> um, we're just digressing. But we're gonna we're gonna yeah we'll be digressing the whole yeah. episode. Uh, but no, it was uh, we're gonna try and open up in March. But I was just thinking about how you and I were here for about a year, just under or over, um, when Trump got uh, elected mm -hmm. president, and mm -hmm. it was. I remember you sending an email out to the entire floor, being like. If you don't want to come in today, you don't have to come in today. Yeah. Like today, you can just sit. At I mean, home. I definitely didn't, but I was, <clears throat> I was the boss. So I couldn't say no, and I also like, I was a spin in a spin class when it was announced. I remember because my spin class was like at seven in the morning, and I left my house like six thirty or something, and it wasn't looking good for yeah. Hillary. But you know, there was still that hope that somehow it would work out. And then uh, I was on the bike and the instructor was like, oh, for all you Americans out there, you have a new president. And like everybody started laughing. And I remember that set the tone for the rest of my day because I was like, fuck, I because Adam and I worked for a German based company, but it was it was largely multicultural. So yeah. there were a lot of it's, English was the language, but also there were a few Americans. Yeah. There's a few of us there. And I, I did. I sent an email to the team being like, you know what? I mean, <laughs> I came in because I was like, fine, but. 
Yeah. It was it was not a good day. No, it wasn't. And it's just funny to me because I think about everything my husband and I went through to move here mm-hmm. um, and then how appropriate it was that we were so fortunate to be in such a wonderful country and city yeah. um, when all that shit was going on back home and just just kept repeating, you know, the, the really fortunate of it. Yeah, we took certain steps to get here and yes, we, we had struggles and whatnot, but most of the work is done for you just by living in, yeah. you know, a country that kind of understands people's need to survive and uh, basic human necessity. Yeah. And then, although I have to like pack a bunch of the clothes up and move them to now New York for the new space and I'll be going back and forth, it just seems so appropriate that this is going on now and it's like, it's really like a soft landing. It's really kind yeah. of nice. It's a good time for you to be going back to the U.S. And yeah. imagine if Trump had been reelected, how maybe different you would have felt in being back there. Yeah. Well, I mean, aside from politics, because we've talked about that enough, like what's really on my mind is like packing. Like, don't yeah. you dread moving? I fucking yeah. hate it's my I idea of hell. Moving. Yeah. Like you get so excited about like new city, new apartment, bro. but then you start putting boxes together and you're like, you just have to get to that that rich like being that rich where you don't have to pack anything ever again yeah yeah I thought about keeping this apartment because it's so cheap but then it turned out that one of our really close friends you know um, a person who's been on this show I don't want to give up their spot and say who is living where um but he uh, said is it was go- a she. Is is in need of an apartment well how many people aren't she's at Gypsy here (laughs) (laughs) um and is in need of apartment and I honestly didn't feel like rapidly getting everything packed together because when I come back I'll probably be at Kenny's or should I want to stay in a hotel or with other friends you have no shortage of places for you to but I didn't want to give up the lease it's a really great lease and also I didn't want to move all my shit (laughs) so it's like that's the real reason at least I just have to clear out like a couple of the closets so this person has room and take my clothes out so that they have the closets yeah. Um, I'm sure there's probably some stained sheets that have to go. And, you know, probably. I'm sure for months I'm going to be hearing about All those um, empty lube containers. So we found this. <laughs> yeah, empty lube containers. Yeah. I, I imagine there's a lot of hidden gems in Adam's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Good luck to the new tenants. Yeah, exactly. You're going to find a lot out about Papa Bear just because <laughs> yeah. I don't know where everything's hidden. Exactly. They're going to be like, so we found this 40-pound mechanical dildo. I'm like, not mine. Holy shit. Not mine. Like a, like a hydro penis pump or something? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't have any of that freaky shit, really. I I don't believe you, but... I mean, I have a sex bag. Like, I have a sex bag yeah. that has, like, dildos yeah. and lube Whips and, and cock chains. rings. And, yeah. Uh, are you into Are you into BDSM at all? Well, no. Remember on the fetish show that we had? For those of you that are just starting to listen, dial back. We have yeah. a fetish show that's up here. Um, my fetish is other people's fetishes. fetishes. Right. Oh, yeah. We were trying to... Oh, God. That feels like so long ago Doesn't that we that recorded. Like that, yeah. yeah. But no, my, my idea is that like if, if you want to be tied up, I got stuff to tie you up. So yeah. you have all of the accoutrements. Accoutrements. Well, not all. All is a, <laughs> all is a stretch. So you, but you have like... I have enough to get by. How about you have that? like all the categories of a sex shop. More or less. Yeah. Yeah. We have a very light inventory. Yeah. But I can cover yeah. every category. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to be honest, not to put him on the spot, most of it's acquired through my husband. Yeah. That's nice. Because <laughs> he prefers that stuff. Well, his fetish was everything. Oh, <laughs> my fetish was what's your fetish. And what a nice partner that he has in you because you support other fetishes. Yeah. So. Why not? Go to town. Yeah. Wow. Like, that's that's what you need. Yeah. 
go for it. If that's your jam, is all this, day long. So the important question is, the sex bag going to make it to New York with you? Or are you just going to create a new one? No, I think I've got to take it, right? Yeah. Like it's, um, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, mean, or I could just pack it up. Like, I'm going to pack some stuff up and put it in the keller. Like, yeah. I'm going to put some stuff downstairs. Yeah. So maybe that's just something I'm like, ugh. It's I mean, here. you can you can always create another one. Yeah, yeah. And then I think my I think my husband's going to be getting a place where he's currently living. Nick's in Montana. Yeah. And I think he's getting a Montana apartment. So we're gonna have like this. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of rent going out. Is what we're gonna yes, have. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Modern romance equals yeah, a lot right. of money. Well, you know, I honestly feel like because we're so bohemian esque that until we end up do having kids or something, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully that happens. But even if we don't. I don't want to have a house payment and be stuck to one place. Yeah, yeah. I feel like definitely if you're childless. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, you you should enjoy the world all over the place. Definitely yeah. have a home base of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, why have like one big house that you just kind of feel stuck with and like it's got to yeah. be watched when you go on holiday? Or... I mean, I think there's benefits to it. People like the idea of owning the piece of property and, you know, yeah. your home kind of grows with you through your life, you know, your economic status and like... Yeah. You know, if you have a family, it's important. But I think, I I mean, I think you and I have the same feeling that's like what the concept of family or home is, is not a building. It's not static. No. You know, especially like I keep in touch with people all over the globe. Yeah. Almost every day. Like I will talk to friends in Australia, London, Canada, LA, Argentina, mm-hmm. like every day yeah. that happens to me. So yeah. I don't think I've ever really been, I can remember being like a child. And, like, my parents asked me if I was upset when we were leaving the childhood home. I think I was, like, eight. And you're like, no, get us out of here. I was just very, like, eh. Yeah. Are we I at think the new house yet? you just have a very nomadic nature. Yeah. Like, that's... I get that from my grandfather. He was he loved yeah. being all over the place. You're also just, like, somebody who doesn't like to... to you can't literally sit in, or figuratively or both sit in one spot at the same time. No, absolutely Like, not. you are just go, 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 which brings me to my question. Yeah. Um, speaking of, because you you announced that you were going to be opening this bar in New York. and Yeah. But Red what's it like? NY. So you've been traveling to the U.S., I right? Have. Yeah. And uh, we've, we've like, talked on this at the, in the last episode, but, like, what's it like for you to come back to Berlin after being in the U.S. for so long? And, like, I know you said earlier you were – you're like excited to go back because there's a lot of things about it. Yeah. I mean, New York specifically, but yeah. I mean, the, there's the we, you and I were talking about uh, the Fran Lebowitz. Yeah, um, pretend um, it's a city. It's it's I don't want to call it a documentary. It's like pretend it's a city um, done by Martin Scorsese mm-hmm. interviewing Fran. It's Lebowitz. on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's it's like a love letter to New York. Yeah, like and it kind of makes you realize like, oh, this is where I get that attitude. Like if you came of age in New York, mm-hmm. you, you will carry that with you forever. Absolutely, like just, yeah. There's things you're going to bitch about, but when you hear other people bitch about certain things, you're like, fucking get over it. It's such a good show. Yeah, it's like, a great I'm, show. I was like sobbing, laughing, yeah. like, and she's just such a curmudgeon. Yeah. And like, but she has some really insightful things to say sometimes, but she is, she's not even from New York, but she is really quintessential New York. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, she's from New Jersey. She's from Morristown. It's not like she's that far away. Yeah, that's It's kind true. of that tri-state mentality. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, to answer your question, the biggest difference, honestly, and it's it supersedes politics, it supersedes humanitarianism, all that other stuff, the sky. I know that sounds really mm. hippy-dippy and whatever. I noticed in New York, I noticed in Los Angeles, Florida, I was all over the place. Mind you, COVID testing, yeah, yeah, mask yeah. wearing, I did this very safely. It was almost... Danielle, George, and I were talking uh, in our production meeting when I got back. It was almost like investigative journalism, mm-hmm. you know, because um, there are very different 
state by state mandates and when you wear what and sanitize and distance and yeah. some is not respected at all and some is but everywhere when I notice this sky like it may be 30 degrees in New York which is Fahrenheit so that is like negative one for people yep. in Berlin um, or close to zero let's say close to close yeah. to zero yeah um, and the sky here is always kind of like this grayish overcast kind of cloudy and i think that has a big effect on you it's already uncomfortable to go outside if it's raining it's gross and like it's noon and it's just like this gray hue Mm -hmm. in new york city it can be pissing rain it can be zero degrees you know 30 fahrenheit but the skies are blue you can literally see that white orb you can see the sun in the sky Mm -hmm. it is bright on these tree-lined streets and these old brownstone buildings like there's something that just allows you to shift you mm-hmm. know i used to give my husband such shit about his seasonal affected depression that's kind of, real and you know i apologize to the to everyone listening especially to my husband it's a real thing and yeah. you can't just old man grandpa it and be like snap out of it that's true um, and i noticed it because when i was in new york great fine didn't have it up early every day, out, took my brother's dog to the dog run, took a walk on the West Side Highway, yeah. and it was freezing cold, but it was beautiful to look at. And then I got off the plane here, the flights from New York get in at like 7 a.m., mm-hmm. so again, it's pitch black, it's finally awesome. around like 9 when I'm getting home. We only get like four hours of daylight, and it's not even light, like it's oh. like the cloud cover or whatever it is, is just like, it's... Berlin it's miserable. Is, it's really yeah. miserable. And it, you know it's interesting because what we both lived here about five or six years or something mm-hmm. like every year it's like Groundhog's Day. Like you kind of forget. You're like, oh, okay, we had a beautiful summer. You know, our summer this year wasn't like incredibly hot, but it was really nice. And then you're like, okay, prepare myself for winter again. Yeah. It's gonna be hard, but it's like you never really remember how fucking hard it is. And then you're just trudging along, and one day you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, I think I haven't had any vitamin D in my body. Yeah. And it's like both kinds. Do you mean vitamin D? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, no, because that's the point I was going to make. I think no matter how you have you to have are, a lot of sex. To no matter, <laughs> yeah, we got to fuck a lot to be happy. Yeah, but no matter how much we try to prepare ourselves, every every year we talk about this. It mm-hmm. hits somewhere around Kenny's birthday, Halloween, you know, yeah, that area. And we always talk about like, all right, well, winter's coming. We're going to have Christmas. We'll have our friends giving before Christmas. Yep. We'll do New Year's. And then you just kind of know that January 2, because January 1, we're probably still drunk, partying, or yeah. asleep. <laughs> January 2, through about April 1st, yeah. it's really bad. That's and rough. we always gear ourselves up. But this year, going back to vitamin D, like you, there were no clubs. You couldn't have people over. There's a global pandemic going on. So you were dealing with how bad winter is here. Yeah. And there was no outlet. No, like I mean, everything you would use to deal with your, or like escape somewhat from like the, you know, the drudgery of this fucking weather and the season is taken away from you. You yeah. can't, you can't really, I mean, you're not really, you really shouldn't be leaving your house. Yeah. You know, we can't see our friends. We can't go get fucked up at a bar or a We club. tried to do it and we ended up with more cases and a further exactly. lockdown. Exactly. You know? You're, you know, we're not allowed to have casual sex, which is like, you know. Uh, or the basis ed- of Berlin. <laughs> it's like Berghain and casual sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know. I mean, we have friends that are friends of Tipsy Bear that have like, hooks put into their loft beds just so they can hook their sling up on exactly. any, any yeah. given Wednesday. I yeah. mean, casual sex is part of the lifeblood yeah. of this city. Because it's sex positive. It's sex positive. Exactly. Which I think is like, it's. I think the word casual sex, and I'm going to 
talk to the listener for this because I think there's probably many people out there that feel like that word has somewhat of a negative connotation. But in a city like Berlin, it's sex positive. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're having these like tawdry, like yeah. one night stands, which actually are probably in most cases, but like it's not a bad thing. And you can talk to people about yeah. it. It's not, it doesn't have to be this hidden thing. Like yeah. that's what I love about Berlin is like, because it's so sex positive, casual sex is looked at like Xanax. You know, it's like mm. it, if it's part of mental health to have yeah. a healthy sex life. I agree. And that involves knowing your partner, yeah. not knowing your partner, knowing your partner's status, making safe decisions, yeah. whatever it may be. But if, if you want to get down, yeah. you can get down. I mean, everybody has to be safe, obviously. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like contraception or yeah. prep or anything else like or birth control like more just in the way that like you know the decisions you make and when you make yeah them. and and you know try to be smart about the people that you should do these things with and yeah. like like i was talking to a friend of ours last night and she's newly single and she is like just like newly newly single like a week or two old oh so she's dying for it well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to give up too many details about her relationship, but I know that for her going forward, she wants to, like, explore herself sexually. Not, you know, in, in all ways. She just hasn't had a lot of sex, I think. Gotcha. And, uh... Um, like sexual orientation? No, I think... No, no, I think mainly just, like... Get funky. It, so, it sounds like her partner was not the most giving partner sexually. Uh, yeah. So she's... The well was dry, and he probably was a little bit vanilla. Yeah. Um, and so then, uh, she's, she was messaging me about Bumble and like Tinder and like, she's showing me these messages and like, God bless her. She's a little bit naive to this cause this is all new for her. Yeah. Have the and gays ruined that yet? What? Have the gays ruined that yet? Cause you know, we ruin everything. Yeah. That's Are so there true. gays on Tinder? Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. uh, tin- yeah. Actually, I know quite a gay guy, quite a lot of gay guys that have met people oh. on Tinder, but Tinder's, no, ugh, can't talk. Tinder's normally the most sexually charged one for heterosexuals oh okay cool um but but so she's all up on these sites she's on bumble which is the one where the woman has to reach out first so if you if you connect yeah so if you connect with somebody the woman's the only one allowed to say something so the idea is yeah yeah so the idea is that it prevents like a random dick pic flying into yeah or you know guys are just like guys listen listen i'm just putting that out to anyone i don't care how you identify anyone that has a penis like (laughs) Don't just throw it out there. It's like, you know, the reason why Dick in a Box was so funny on Saturday Night Live is because it was playing on the inappropriateness of men that are just like, here's my junk. Because men think that their penis is a gift. Oh, God. Like, it, like that's, the, that's the hilarious part. And the thing is, is that with Tinder, it's not even like a dick pic. It's like... A jerk-off vid? No, well, I've had those two, but like, <laughs> it's more of a bombardment of messages that are so dirty and sexually charged, and they're like, I think guys just toss it out there thinking, I'll get a bite. Yeah. Um, but Bumble's nice because it's uh, it's a little bit, you feel like at least you can control the conversation a bit. But um, this friend of ours, she was, she, was showing me some, she was showing me some messages, and they were like, the guy right off the bat is just like throwing out all these like really dirty fantasies that he wants, and it's like... I'm all for the dirty fantasies or just fantasies themselves, right? But wait till somebody asks you that or like go on a date and then talk about what you want. Yeah. Like, you know, this guy didn't necessarily seem like he was looking just for sex, but it was like, he was like, I want you to shit on a table underneath oh it. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is that called? There's a name for that. It's like shitting on a glass table or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, so like, it's got, 
like Cleveland steamer yeah, like stuff I, like that. But I was like, it's. I think it started off really like sweet, like, oh, you know, I really like missionary or whatever. And then, yeah, it got to this like dirty place. <laughs> yeah. And she, but she was all down for it. No, I think she's just like trying to figure out. What, what she can and can't do. But she's also like, there are a lot of things on these dating sites are like COVID or pandemic dates that are just a Zoom date. So I think like... I'm sorry, God. I got to interrupt <laughs> you. I was, I was looking this up while we were talking. Yeah. Um, if a guy randomly asks you to like shit on a glass coffee table... What is the name for it's that? It's called the glass bottom boat. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, if your friend wants wow. to get down with it. Yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, there's, like, two sides of it. She's so newly single, but, right. like, and so she's just opening herself up to that. So the, the glass bottom bow is probably not where she'll go right yeah, away. That's, like, zero to 60 and one. Yes, <laughs> but I think it's amazing that she's in a sex-positive city like Berlin because yeah. it, it allows you the opportunity to, to explore yourself. Right. So even if you're not totally ready, you're like, yeah. And I mean, like, going back to New York, for instance, I can remember being in, like, the Melrose being sex parties or there being yeah. Being, um, people, I mean, the the idea of a sex worker, I feel, always carries this console, um What's what I'm looking for? It always carries this um, kind of weight to it, yeah. Or this consideration um, that it's like a prostitute, yeah. and it's like, well, porn stars may be getting paid for sex, but they're getting paid for planned sex with a planned person. Yeah. You know, they're making something to be enjoyed by other people. Right. Um, you have people that are just escorts, and I know a lot of sexless escorts, for instance. You know? Yeah. Is um, it, I didn't even think that that was like escort, meaning like you're just somebody's date to something. Yeah, some people just like want a companion. Company. They just want like yeah. intelligent, handsome. I mean, there's a lot of people that can't pay their student loans, you know, oh, yeah. in New York. If I was 22 and hot, I'd be a sugar baby, no doubt. In a minute, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> there's like literally yeah. no doubt about that. But I think, I, I think that's something that I hope I can find in New York or maybe it's upon me to create a larger scope for it. You know, my chosen brother, chosen family brother, Daniel is going to be one of my business partners in New York. And he is very pro that like, mm -hmm. you know, you're here for a good time, not a long time. Sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, but I really hope your friend finds that, uh, yeah. in, in Berlin. Cause it's, it's easily accessible post pandemic. Let's hope. Well, know. she has a lot of slutty friends, so I don't think that it's <laughs> going to be hard. Like we were joking about it with other friends of ours and like, they were all, and, and it's, it's a lot of uh, gay men and like, you know, um, obviously like our group of friends is like no, no stranger to like yeah. sex positive fun. Yeah, exactly. And so I think, uh, yeah, she's definitely like, you know, she'll probably take her time, but I think it's a nice place to be in because it's so encouraging of healthy sexual decisions, whether Absolutely. they be one night stands or hookups or, you know, your next relationship. Whatever. I mean, listen. Fetish. It can... The sex can always be vanilla, yeah. and the flavor can be different people. You know, <laughs> oh my god, what a horrible life! Just a life of vanilla sex with different people. <laughs> Your goal is just to find all the vanilla sex you can in a city like Berlin. Oh lord. Oh god. Yeah, one uh, would hope you find at least one freak in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she will. Some that makes you like, ooh, it hurts so good. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Come on, John Cougar Melon can. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so we got completely off track, and I don't mind that because that's how conversations go, and this is the conversation yep. how we see it. Um, Danielle, we've never done this, just you and I. Do you think we should hit the bowl? Let's hit the bowl. All right. So yeah. uh, you can find us, uh, Tipsy Bear Radio, on Instagram. Yep. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Google, anywhere you find your podcast, you'll be able to find us. Please write us a review. 
It better be five stars, motherfucker. Um, and uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you want to be on the show or ask yeah. a question for us to read out loud. Or a topic you want to hear us discuss, yeah, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll talk about anything. It's just Literally. a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's tipsybearradio at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to take a short little break, and we're going to come back. And uh, for the first time ever, um, we're going to hit the bowl, just the two just of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Tipsy Bear Radio, the conversation on how we see it. I'm Papa Bear, here with the lovely, ever-supporting, and voluptuous <laughs> Danielle, our producer. Say hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. It has come to the end of the episode. Dun, dun, dun. Happy Inauguration Day, Joseph R. Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Yeah. Uh, it's been a great day. Momentous, this, day. momentous day. Momentous day, absolutely. Yeah. This is a... You've probably seen it all, heard it all. There's probably a thousand memes out by now. I hope yeah. you're enjoying your Saturday when we yeah. release this, wherever you may be listening. Um, and as we do at the end, and the first time we've done it, just the two of us, yep. we're going to hit the bowl. Hitting the bowl. Danielle, why don't you go ahead and pull something out of there? Uh, what's it going to be today? <laughs> we're going to be doing war stories. War stories. Yes. Okay, all right. So, so for the listener at home, oh yeah, you tell. No, you go ahead, you tell. For the listeners at home that haven't listened to the show are not aware of what Hit the Bowl is, because we haven't done it in the last couple episodes, yeah. uh, we have four topics that we like to pick out, and only the three of us will just share a little quick personal story. Uh, war stories is usually um, substance related. Yeah, like alcohol, <laughs> yeah. drugs, whatever. Something you did while... Uh, your inhibitions were yeah, down, yeah, um, yeah. or you were uninhibited, I yeah. should say. Um, and it wasn't the best in the world at the time, but you laugh about it now. Absolutely. It may have caused people money, frustration, worry, anger. Yeah. Um, but you know what? You live through it. Yeah. And hopefully you learned from it. Absolutely. Hopefully. Uh, we don't, we're not here to teach at Tipsy Bear Radio. We're just here for you to enjoy. Yeah, we just want to hear our, our stories. I've got one. Do you have one? Uh, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, okay, yeah. I've got one. Right off the bat. I don't know why. Maybe because I was just speaking to this person. Um, another member of my chosen family, a different brother, Daniel, um, was my former business partner in Los Angeles. We've been friends since we were like 17. Um, we went on a trip to Barcelona with uh, our friend Thomas, who he was like kind of seeing um, but that ended like on day one, so that was already awkward. And then my ex-fiance, it was Christmas and New Year's in Barcelona. We hadn't seen each other. Daniel and I were coming from New York. Uh -huh. And our friend Natasha was there too, who's my ex-fiance's best friend from Fordham. Um, and uh, we all decided to go out one night. And then Gregory, Thomas, and Natasha all decided to go back to the hotel. Mm -hmm. My dad was working at the Marriott uh, Hotel Group. Uh, so I was able to get us like a really great, like huge discount rate. Love it. I, I talk about all my world travels and I yeah. feel like I always forget to mention. The Marriott, like, the one with the good beds? Yeah. 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 And I feel like I always forget to mention that like between the hotel discounts and being on somebody's buddy pass. Yeah, you, you know, really like, haven't made. I sound like I travel like a millionaire, but I travel for pennies. Well, you do travel like a millionaire, but you don't have to pay for <laughs> it exactly. like a millionaire. I travel like a millionaire. <laughs> I pay like a pauper. Exactly. Um, so the hotel we were staying at, I didn't realize because, you know, I was too young and dumb. I think it was like 26, 25 at this time, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, can't really remember. Uh, you know, you don't look up 
where the hotel is in relation to what you want to do. You're right. just like, oh, Barcelona, there's a Marriott, boom. Yeah. And we paid nothing and we got like privileges and all our stuff and it was great. Well, there's a shuttle that has to run you into Barcelona. Like it leaves every hour on the hour, 24 hours a day. Because there's no transportation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it's like a, like a people mover. You yeah. may be there by yourselves. You got may it. be there with 20 other guests. And if there's too many guests, you got to take another one. You yeah. got to say like, all right, we want to book seats on the next one. We'll leave in an hour. Yeah. And it like does half an hour into town, half an hour back. Every hour on the awesome. hour takes people back, all that other stuff. So they decide to go back. Now, mind you, I should probably say that this is before the time of like iPhones. Mm. And so there's no like Google Maps. Yeah, you can't Daniel find and I way, spoke yeah. like high school Spanish, which <laughs> doesn't help you. Yeah. In Spain, period, and right. certain doesn't certainly doesn't help you in Barcelona because they speak Catalan. Yeah, we decide that we're like, okay, go back. We're gonna hang out, and we see this place. We're like, oh, this is a cute little place. It's down like a little alley. If you've ever been to Barcelona, there's a lot of these yeah. little tight turning tiny alleys, and above there's this old wooden sign that says um, absinthe, and we're like, yeah. All in. That's like the absinthe you can't get in the U.S. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the real legit, absinthe. yeah, legit yeah. absinthe. Yeah. Now it doesn't have as much thujone as like 1880s absinthe, yeah. which is the thujone's like the cousin of marijuana. It's it's a it's a grass that grows mm-hmm. and it buds and all that other stuff. And molecular wise, it has psychogenic effects. Okay, so that's the part of absinthe that does the hallucinogenic. Yeah, that does the hallucinogenic okay. thing. Um, so. Everyone always says it's the wormwood. It, wormwood's what gives it the licorice flavor. It's the thujone that makes you go a little bonkers. Um, so I think now there's like an EU regulation where you can't have more than 10% thujone. But if wow. you're like Daniel and Adam and you have like eight or 10 of them and all you're eating Jesus. are cocktail peanuts on the bar. <laughs> how much? How many hours was this? Mm, not long. Probably only two or three hours. No, we knew not I mean, we were just like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the only thing we had in between absinthe drinks, and they do the whole like spoon, sugar cube, mm. water drip, light it on fire. Only way to do it, yeah. We either had like one glass of water or like eight beers. Um, God. <laughs> so we are good and ripped, and we're laughing and we're walking, and then we kind of just lose time, and we realize we have no idea where we are. It's now like four or five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone we know in our party is back at the hotel. Yep. There's no cell phones. This isn't like an iPhone generation. I mean, there's nothing. Yeah. Gregory is the only one because he was living in Germany at the time that has like, I think they used to call them like candy bars. Like the <laughs> Nokia know, ones. Those little black. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Green screen. You have to, you know, yeah. nobody texts, nobody no, emails. You, you could play Snake on it. <laughs> <laughs> you could call someone and play Snake. Yeah, exactly. Always, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know that number. It's like 84,000 digits long. That's how it was back then. Yeah. And Daniel and I are literally just bouncing around Barcelona at like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning. Like just everything's wobbling. You lean and you start to spin and you want to puke. Yeah. We're like, we have no idea where the shuttle's supposed to pick us up. Yeah. I mean, nothing. The only thing that makes me laugh about this war story is, one, we made it back alive. I don't remember how. I'll be honest with you, I have no idea. And it was probably Christmas morning. Probably. Yeah. Because, course, naturally. You know, why not be irresponsible? Christmas Eve is always the night you get really fucked up. Yeah, but up, why though. not be irresponsible when you're supposed to do something in the exactly. morning? Yeah, always. <laughs> Make everyone upset at you. Yeah. Um, and I laugh about it because when Daniel and I opened up our restaurant together in Los Angeles, on purpose, there was this center wooden post in the middle of the restaurant. And we took all these different 
like outdoor lanterns and like put them all around the post like <laughs> little tiny tin ones big black ones because all we could remember is when we were walking around we we're like no 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 i've seen that lantern we're going oh you did it as like a precautionary method yeah but i mean we're so fucking out of our minds yeah i think you're just redecorating the city <laughs> Two homosexuals fucked Two up homosexuals fucking around with some lamp yeah. posts. Oh, no, this looks better over here, I think. No, yeah. it was like our breadcrumbs, but the problem is you're so fucked. That, yeah. Did okay. you make it home? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gregory was not happy. I bet. Not happy. No. I love it. That's no. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fourth story. So I don't drink too much absinthe. Yeah. Um, in a city where you don't speak the language. Uh, however, with... Google Maps and iPhones now available. We, it's very hard to get lost now. Isn't Don't it? drink so much you can't type. Yes, that's good. <laughs> Make sure your battery is fully charged. I mean, charged. there wasn't Uber. There was nothing. Yeah. So yeah. To, I mean, nowadays I think about, oh my god, people can get really fucked up now. You can get yourself home as long as you can type. We had no uh, chance. I've seen a lot of people at Tipsy Fan and can't function even with with they're not that. Yeah, no, I I, I don't always agree with that statement, but. Uh, <laughs> Working in a bar, we should know that. What's your yeah. war story, though? Um, I was thinking about it, and I, um, so one of the, it was, it was, uh, well, first I want to say, like, we talk about drug use on the show and alcohol, and we're in no way condoning, like, like, over imbibement necessarily. These At are all. just stories that have happened to us that we look back in humor. So if you do, if you're struggling with, with abuse or, yep. um, you, you need someone to talk to, like, maybe this isn't the, the best thing to listen to, yeah. uh, and reach out. Yeah, reach as Papa out. Bear always, always says. As I always say, reach out, reach out. You can even reach out to our damn email. I don't just care. wanted to do a quick PSA. Yeah, no, yeah. I really like that, Danielle. It's yeah. really important because we that is us. It is how the conversation how we see it, and it is always about love and moving yeah. forward and being better with others and your life. Yeah, so, we're not trying to over glamorize it either, because yeah. it's we've both looked like total fucking idiots. Yeah, totally. And had to idiots. check ourselves many times. Oh my so. God. Um, okay, so my war story. Uh -huh. um, there was, uh, when I first moved to Berlin, I was traveling to, traveling a lot for work. You know. And then my very first trip ever as, a, as an employee at Berlin, in Berlin was Was that the one Paris. in Paris? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we went to a trade show in Paris. And I went with our, the, my direct boss, our head of buying, and then with the boss ahead of him who was like overseeing all of the, you know exactly who I'm talking about. I yeah, I do. <laughs> and I was like, so used to trade shows being this like really like professional, like, you know, we all... We Tight-lipped, like yeah. buttoned up. Nobody really would like go out. I mean, we'd go to places like Dallas or like not so glamorous places like Paris. And obviously Europe's a little bit more loosey-goosey. And our boss at the time is incredibly loosey-goosey. So it was just like a party after we got done with the show every night and we would just get messed up. And there was one night uh, where we went to a friend of the one of the bosses' houses, and they had this like beautiful apartment in Paris. And they like one was a doctor, and we were, I was traveling with one other buyer, and um, her and I will often get into we would get into these like, kind of pissing matches sometimes, especially with gay men, like <laughs> whose whose attention can I get? And she's normally she normally grabs the attention more than I do, and so I sort of take a back seat. But that night in particular, this gay couple was super fascinated with me. They were like, "We want you to be the surrogate of our child." And I was like, <laughs> "You always know you're in with the fags when they're like, have our baby." Yeah, they're like, "Oh my god, I love your nose. You have such a great personality." Like, and the girlfriend of mine is getting increasingly more and more pissed off. Simultaneous to this happening. The two bosses are putting MDMA in all of our cocktails. They're hot shot, yeah. And not really telling us. <laughs> now, at that point in time, I had—I probably have—I uh, had only done it like maybe once or twice in my life. It wasn't a drug that I was like quite used to at that point. 
And I don't think I've ever done it in this way. It was like crushed up and put into a drink, right? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't a pill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would get dosed. Don't really know. The other girl is getting increasingly angry that this gay couple doesn't want to have her be the surrogate and want me to be the surrogate. So, and she, she was very dramatic. She still is. And she feigned sickness. She was like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Like this whole dramatic thing because she wanted the attention to go back to her. So then at this point, I'm not feeling anything yet. And it had been like maybe 45 minutes, a half an hour. I didn't even really know what was going on. And it was it was winter. So we it was like January. We leave. We say our goodbyes. I was like, oh, my God, I love you. Yes, I'll be the circus of your child. Let's keep in touch. <laughs> it's never happened. Um, we walk You've actually out. never spoken to them again. No, no. I don't even remember their names. But they loved me. I know that. So if that adorable French couple is listening out there. Um... So we go outside and the rush of like cold, fresh air just kicks it into gear. Because you started rolling your balls Oh off. my God. So like, I didn't even know that that was a thing either. And like, but it, I guess it has something to do with fresh air or something or the cold. I don't know. Your body just like, it hits you instantly. And I was like, whoa. We were like in the middle of the Marais, which is this beautiful, predominantly, it's like the... The gay area. Yeah. But it's like really gorgeous. I mean, everywhere in Paris is gorgeous. So... We're walking, and I was like, what the fuck? And, like, I just start grabbing, not grabbing, but, like, put my hand against a wall of a building, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, the <laughs> texture of the building was so amazing to me. And, like, the whole walk home, I'm talking, I'm, I'm like, Paris is not a clean city, right? I mean, it's not horribly dirty, but it's not clean. I'm just rubbing my body and my hand on this fucking wall. And luckily, our, like, walk wasn't that long, and... The guys were staying in a different flat than we were, and they had this gorgeous. Of course, the guys got themselves the most yeah, gorgeous, most expensive flat. So bougie. we, yeah, and we go back there and we get inside, and we're all just like giddy, and like we like pop, pop up in some bubbles or something. And then I realized the house has like animal skins everywhere. Oh no! <laughs> and this is they had like a yeah. So like animal, I'm talking about animal skin, um, like rug, sheepskin pillows. There was stuff on the wall. And that was just like that tactileness when you're on that does that drug. You're just like, I, there's a video which I will never resurface. Will ne I hope it never comes in. I think that the other person has it, but I'm sitting in like a rocking chair made of some animal skin with an animal skin pillow on my on my lap while I'm like rubbing with my hands, rubbing my feet at the same time on a sheepskin rug and just like rocking back and forth like a crazy person. <laughs> like, I was just like, you guys, it feels so good. Um, I love I love how you always worry about not being able to come up with a war story, but they're always <laughs> so good. Thank you. It just came to me. Yeah, that one was the yeah that was really brutal. And not needless to say, we did not make it to the trade show. I think we made it at one point, but not on time. And I remember the next day, I was just like, because you know, you're just your body's like yeah. I mean, I guess I really, you know, tired myself out from rubbing my body on every animal skin known to man in this house. Also, why did that house need that many animal skins? <laughs> it's horrible. Because they're fancy. Yeah. And then uh, the next day, the boss had two bottles of champagne we had at Starbucks for us before we went. And I was like, I don't think I'm ready to live in the city. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can do this job. <laughs> So they, yeah. Berlin's a little much. I was like, oh my God, I can't keep drinking like this. No, it was... Uh, yeah, so that's what you did. I did. I haven't left. <laughs> it captured me. Oh man! Yeah. Well, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this episode of the conversation. How we see it at Tips of Your Radio. Um, I 
you know, I I really feel that we missed George, but I feel like we did it. Yeah, we did you know, it. I feel like it's a nice intro into the fact that everyone out there listening may hear only two of us at one point yeah. or all three of us. It'll be mm-hmm. a special thing. Um, but you know what? Uh, it's a brand new day. Can you feel the yes. brand new day? President Biden, uh, Vice President Harris, um, sex positivity. Yep. Uh, I'm glad to be back sitting in the same room as Danielle. Me too. I was here so happy with the production meeting uh, with the three of us. It was wonderful. I got to pack shit up and go to New York. Um, But, you know, we're going to make it work. We love everyone out there. You can find us on uh, iTunes, on Spotify, on Google, on Anchor, anywhere you listen to your podcast. Email us your questions, comments, concerns. You want to be on the show. You have a topic you want us to talk about. You need to reach out for help. You can find us at tipsybearradio at Mm gmail.com. I'm sitting here with my ever effervescent and lovely, voluptuous and talented producer, Danielle. Say goodbye, Danielle. Goodbye, Danielle. And I'm Papa Bear signing off. Remember, even if you don't love yourself, someone out there loves you. Oh, my.